0: Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Today's story is special and a little different because it was told only this week. It's the story of a boy who wants something very unusual for his birthday, but if he wants it, he's going to have to work for it. I hope you enjoy this new story. Once upon a time, there was a boy named River, and he lived with his mother and his father and his cats and his chickens and, of course, his two brothers, Jude and Benji. Now, River was very excited because the next day was going to be his birthday, and he was so looking forward to it, and he was so excited that his parents agreed to let him open one birthday present early. And so River decided that he was going to open the story That his uncle had sent him. River was very excited because he thought that his uncle was a pretty good storyteller and he was eager to hear what sort of story his uncle had devised for him. And so he opened it and he listened to it and he was bitterly disappointed. It was, I am sorry to tell you, dear listener, the most boring story that anyone had ever told, ever in the history of the world. River was so bored by this story that he almost fell asleep several times in the middle of listening to it. The story went like this. Once upon a time, there was a boy who lived in a gray house, and on one gray day, he got on his gray bicycle and took a ride down his flat, straight gray street. And as he was riding along, he noticed on the edge of the gray road a gray rock, and just after he had noticed it, rain began to fall, and the boy looked at the rock and noticed the rain on the top of the rock and that it was getting wet, and he wondered what did the other side of the rock look like, and so he stopped his bicycle and he flipped the rock over, and the other side of the rock was dry, and the boy was so excited by this amazing news that he rode home to tell his parents, and then he took a nap. The end. Now, listener, don't you agree with River that that is not a very good story? River was very disappointed, but he thought tomorrow was his birthday. Maybe other exciting things would happen, He had been hoping that the story would be good because he had told his uncle specifically what he wanted a story about. He wanted a story that involved an extremely fast hedgehog. River had been excited about a story about an extremely fast hedgehog ever since he had played a game involving an extremely fast hedgehog and seen a movie about an extremely fast hedgehog and decided that he really liked really fast hedgehogs. He was very disappointed though when he had found out that they were not real. And so his best chance of interacting on his own with a really fast hedgehog was getting a story about one. But since the story did not include a really fast hedgehog, he decided to look forward to his birthday on the next day. When he got up the next morning and had breakfast with his parents, his father was telling his mother about a story that he had seen on the internet about a girl in town who had gotten a pet that was an extremely fast hedgehog. River said, wait, what? Really? Yeah, said his father. River said, I didn't think they were real. Show me the story. His parents made him finish breakfast first because they clearly didn't understand the urgency of this news. But after breakfast, his father had taken him to the computer and together they had watched the story from the local news about a girl named Marmalade Jones this girl was talking to the interviewer as something dashed very busily around her. She was saying, yes, this had seemed like a good idea at the time, but that she supposed that you might like having a really fast hedgehog, but she really wasn't sure how she felt about it. River found this to be even better news. Not only was there a really fast hedgehog in his very own town, but that the person who had that hedgehog was not very excited about it. Maybe, thought River, this Marmalade Jones would like to get rid of the hedgehog. Maybe this Marmalade Jones would like to give River the extremely fast hedgehog. And so River prepared to catch an extremely fast hedgehog. This involved some very careful preparation. Dad, he said, "'Can I borrow your ring?' "'My ring?' said his father. "'Yes,' said River. "'If I'm going to make friends with an extremely fast hedgehog, they love gold rings, "'and I don't have one of my own.' "'And his father said, "'This is my wedding ring, River.' "'River said, "'I'll be very careful with it.' "'And his father said, "'I don't think your mother would like if I took it off.' "'And River said, "'But it's my birthday.' "'And his father said, "'Sorry.' and so River had to come up with another plan, which was to go and talk to his grandma. With his parents' permission, he rode his bike across town until he arrived at his grandma's house. Grandma, he said, can I borrow one of your gold rings? What for, River? I'm going to catch an extremely fast hedgehog, River said. And his grandma said, well, okay, but you have to bring it back, this is just a loan and River promised that he would be very careful with it. Then, after getting Marmalade Jones' address from his cousin Garrett, River rode again across town until he arrived at the Jones' house. He rang the doorbell. Bing-bong! No answer. He knocked, and on the third knock, the door opened. A boy with dark hair and dark skin stood there. Hey, he said. Hi, said River. Is this the Jones house? I'm looking for marmalade. Yeah, I'm Moe. I'm her brother, said the boy. Oh, said River. Can I talk to her? And then he was interrupted by the sounds of yelling from inside the house. Actually, said Moe, she's kind of busy right now, and she's not in a very good mood. This pet of hers hasn't worked out well. "'That's why I want to see her,' said River. "'I think I can help.' "'Suit yourself,' said Mo. "'Come on in.' River followed Mo through the house, noticing that it looked a little disheveled. Pictures were knocked off the walls. Papers seemed to be thrown here and there. And then as they crossed a room, he saw something go dashing across it, throwing several pillows off the couch. Behind the something came a girl with bright red hair carrying a net, Come back here, she said. My name is Marmalade Jones, and you have to hold still. Whatever it is did not hold still. It went dashing by, and River knew, even though he could barely see it in his heart of hearts, that the only thing that could be moving that fast was an extremely fast hedgehog. Hey, Marmalade, said Mo. Marmalade looked at him. Mo, she said, why aren't you helping me catch this thing? And who's this? Hi, said River. I'm River, and I want to help you with your extremely fast hedgehog problem. Well, said Marmalade, my name is Marmalade Jones, and I am going to catch this hedgehog just fine. And then, together, we are going to hunt truffles. Um, said River, I don't think extremely fast hedgehogs do that. Are you sure, said Marmalade. I thought I read somewhere about hedgehogs being used to sniff out truffles under the ground. Oh, said River, no, I think that's hogs you're thinking of, like pigs or even dogs. Oh, said Marmalade, well then, you mean to tell me that this extremely fast hedgehog is tearing up my house for no reason and I am not going to get any truffles out of this? Hmm, said River, yeah... I think maybe you need a pig. Fine, said Marmalade. In that case, if you want my extremely fast hedgehog, go find me a pig. But, said River, nope, said Marmalade. Come back here with a pig or don't come back. Okay, said River. And so he turned and Mo showed him out the front door. Where was River going to find a pig, he wondered. Hey, said Mo, as River walked out the front door. You know, I think the old lady three doors down has a pig. Really? said River. Do you know if she wants the pig? Mo shrugged. I don't know, he said, but you could ask her. River walked three doors down. He knocked. He rang the doorbell. No answer. He thought he heard something from the backyard. He walked around the side of the house to see a woman with gray hair pouring a bucket of slops into a trough for a pig that enthusiastically was digging in. Hey, said River. Hello, Sonny, said the woman. How can I help you? Yes, said River. My name's River, and I was wondering, do you like having a pig? Well, said the woman, now that you mention it, it's a lot of work. I wanted a pet that would be maybe a good companion, but this pig eats just everything, and now that I'm by myself, I just don't have enough slops. I have to feed him extra food, and he oinks a lot, and he's just not that much fun to pet. I mostly like to sit and read books now. Well, said River, if I could find your pig a good home, would you want to get rid of him? Well, said the old lady, maybe, but I really do want a pet. You like to sit and read, said River. Maybe you need a cat. Yes, said the old lady. A cat would be nice, who would just sit on my lap and purr while I petted it and read my book. Okay, said River. If I get you a cat, then I can have your pig? It's a deal, said the old woman. River went back and got on his bicycle. He already had an idea of where he could get a cat. He remembered his parents mentioning that the next-door neighbor had taken in a stray two days ago, and he wondered if they wanted to keep the stray. And so he rode back home and updated his parents on his quest for the extremely fast hedgehog. They reminded him that he needed to be at home in time for his birthday party, and he assured them that he would be. Then he walked next door. He started to knock on the door but he could hear from inside the house the most terrible meow, meow, sounds of a very unhappy cat. He rang the doorbell. The neighbor pulled open the door. The neighbor's eyes were red, and he looked very tired. Behind him, standing in the entryway, was a cat saying, "'Mow!' River said, "'Hello!' The neighbor looked at him and tried to give him a smile. "'How do you like your cat?' said River. "'I don't like my cat at all,' said the neighbor. "'This cat—' meow, just makes that noise all the time unless we're petting it. I haven't gotten a wink of sleep in 36 hours. I'm so tired. If I stop petting it, it just makes noise. Oh, said River. All I want is to sleep, said the neighbor. River said, I tell you what, if I could find this cat a good home, could I take it? The neighbor said, All I want is to sleep. And River said, Okay, I'll take the cat, and I promise you, I can put you right to sleep. So the neighbor said, Okay. And the neighbor went in, and River said, Why don't you just lay down on the couch there? Meow, said the cat. River began scratching the cat around the ears, and it stopped making the hideous sound. The neighbor laid down on the couch, And said, oh, I'm so tired, I can't sleep. And River said, listen, let me tell you a story. Once upon a time, there was a boy who lived in a gray house. And he went for a ride on his gray bicycle down his very gray street on a gray and drizzly day. And by the time River had reached that point in the story... The neighbor was already snoring. River carefully put the cat into his backpack and rode back across town. He arrived at the old woman's house. She was no longer in the backyard, and so he knocked politely on the front door. She opened and said, Well, hello again. Hey, said River. I found you a pet. He opened the backpack, and the cat stuck its head out and said, oh said the old lady aren't you precious she reached her hands out and the cat jumped into them river felt like he ought to warn her this cat likes petted a lot he said and it's kind of loud if you're not petting it oh don't worry said the old woman we'll get along just fine won't we pickles and she rubbed the cat under the chin The cat continued to purr. She said, "'Let's get you your pig!' And so River followed her into the backyard while she helped him put a leash on the pig. And then he walked back to Marmalade Jones' house. He rang the doorbell. He stood there on the porch for a moment, the pig sitting next to him. The door jerked open. "'My name is Marmalade Jones,' said Marmalade Jones.' I know, said River. I was just here an hour ago. I'm River. Aha, said Marmalade. Is that pig for me? Yes, said River. Excellent, said Marmalade. I shall take him out in the backyard and we will begin hunting truffles. Great, said River. Here, said Marmalade. Hold this. Get that thing out of my house. River took the net from her. He walked into the house until he reached a room where Mo was sitting in the middle of the room watching something dash busily around, rearranging all the books on the bookshelf. River sat down next to Mo in the middle of the room. He set the net down in front of him. He carefully took his grandmother's gold ring out of his pocket and placed it in the middle of the net. Hey, said Mo. What's that for? Well, said River, everyone who loves extremely fast hedgehogs knows that extremely fast hedgehogs love gold rings. They just can't resist them. And no sooner had he finished that sentence than something dashed across the room and then stopped in the middle of the net. It was an extremely fast hedgehog sitting extremely still, staring At his grandmother's ring river carefully gently with one hand picked up the ring and with the other hand picked up the hedgehog he put them both into his backpack he stood up thanks said mo thank you said river this is the best birthday ever hey said mo happy birthday thanks said river and with that He got back on his bike and headed home. And he got there just in time for his party. And that's the end. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. Your reviews and personal recommendations are the main way that new listeners find the show, so thank you for spreading the word. I'd love to hear your feedback, so feel free to get in touch via email or social media, which are listed in the show notes. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.